This is Evangelist Glenda Camara. Welcome to the Secret Place Podcast, a division of Psalms 91 in 1 Ministry. Welcome to Extraordinary Wellness 365 Podcast with me, Lisa Eady, your wellness advocate. Today, I want to touch on a subject that many don't usually like to talk about. And so when people don't like to talk about things, they also don't prepare for them. It's almost like if we don't talk about it, don't prepare for it, it won't happen. But yes, it will happen because as sure as we're breathing today, there will be one day that we're not. And so I want to talk about being prepared in the event of death or being incapacitated. The reason I want to talk about this is because I have, as many of you have, we all probably know of someone who lost their life or a loved one or friend or friend of a friend to COVID. And so a lot of that was caught off guard. And so many people, and I know firsthand through, um, family friends who experienced this where they were so unprepared that they had no clue from a financial perspective how to move forward because they didn't know where any of the important documents like insurance policies were, didn't have passwords or access to bank accounts. And it was just a lot happening in that moment. And so when we think about, well, what does that have to do with wellness? It actually has everything to do with wellness because we know that when you're prepared, being prepared creates less chance of anxiety, stress, tension, or chaos, which means that's the opposite if we're unprepared. It's full of chaos and anxiety. And imagine dealing with the terminal illness or the death of a loved one and then have to struggle finding important documentation. That means there's frustration there. There's anxiety. There's worry. There's all these things that we shouldn't have to have, but they're there. They're real life emotions, feelings, and thoughts. And so the best thing to do is to prepare for that. So none of us know the day nor the hour that we will go. But what we do have is right now. And in right now, you know, having things decent and in order is one of the greatest gifts that we could leave to our loved ones. And so today I I want to talk on this subject because I I am not a financial expert. I am not a financial planner, but I have seen... Even in my own family, I have seen so many go through so much because there was nothing in place. And so that's the space I want to talk from. As I've said before, I am a wellness advocate. That means that I am advocating for us to have wellness in every area of our lives. And so to have that even in death or preparing for death and what's left behind, it creates a sense of being well because I don't know about you, but I have a son and I have a granddaughter. I have a nephew that I love so very much. I have siblings. I have parents. I have a wonderful husband. So when I think about them, 
I think about how I want, even if I'm not here, that life is made a bit easier for them because of how I left things decent and in order. And so one of the first things that I'd like to discuss is if you go to the website, www.state.gov, you can Google or just simply Google it. There is a form called what my family needs to know. That form is critical because even if you don't have a will or anything else in place, the basics of what anyone needs to know about you would be on that form. And so my husband and I, when we first got married within the first month of getting married, that was one of the first things we did was fill out that form. It was, it was a bit lengthy because you're literally putting in every detail that you can think of. And it was easy in many ways for us because we had discussed so many of the um, items on the list before we got married. So we were able to just roll it over very easily into this form. But in looking at the form, we also realized other things that would have to be put into place. And so that would bring me to thinking about wills, you know, having a last will and testament where your assets would go. Um, another, another feature to think about is if you were incapacitated, who would be the person that's over your medical decisions? Who would be the executor of your estate? Who would be your power of attorney? These are all things that we need to think about because this is where even, even if you're still living, there is someone who could help you to manage all of these things when you were not able to do so. So for example, if you had a, a parent who had dementia, if these things were in place, if these forms like um, having a power of attorney or the, the person who's making the medical decision, and forgive me, I don't know all the terms. I just want to give you a few tidbits and nuggets so that you, if you desire, you can go in and look up more information about it on your own. Um, but those are the things that would the things that would need to be put into place to think about. Another um, item to think about that I also think is important is life insurance. Life insurance is something that I was exposed to very early on with my grandfather and my great uncle who were really huge supporters of having life insurance. Life insurance can be such a great benefit to families. So for example, if, if you had, let's say you had a mortgage and you had 15 years to pay on the mortgage, you could do a, what's called a term life insurance for the amount of your mortgage, which would mean if, if you passed away, then, you know, both spouses would have this type of insurance. But if either passed away, that policy could take care of the mortgage for the family so that there, that to me, relieve stress of knowing that your significant other and your family would still be taken care of in your absence. And so 
that is one of the reasons that I think life insurance is very beneficial. <clears throat> Excuse me. And another thing to think about that I think is so very critical is to think about long-term health care insurance. Long-term health care insurance could prove to be extremely vital. And you should start looking at this in your 50s and definitely in your early 60s. And of course, just like with anything, the sooner you get in, the cheaper your rate. But that is a huge deal to put in place if once you get older and needed additional care because nursing facilities or even having someone come into your home that is very pricey it's expensive um four thousand eight thousand you know a month or more it's very expensive but with long-term health care insurance it could benefit that in the long term so you're paying a premium now but it can benefit you later in life and another um item to think about on the checklist is knowing like the things that are on the information that's on the checklist though what my family needs to know knowing things like your utilities your light your phone all of those things those should those need to be known because if you have when I got married and moved to a different state I didn't know the water company I didn't know um, the cable company the power company because they weren't the same as the one in my state so just knowing those things and where to go and what to do that's important another way to think about being prepared is thinking about your actual service what would you want if you were deceased what would you actually want some people think it's grim to write about that or think about it but in planning again it just makes life so much easier to be able to know have the information that belongs on your obituary to have those things though that information filled in so that all it has to do is be transferred but not only is it beneficial to taking stress off of family it's also beneficial to the deceased because you get to put in the information that you want it to be in the obituary so it's like carrying out your last wishes based on your last wishes you get to literally say and do your service the way you would have wanted it done. That's one thing. Another way to begin to prepare is when I got married and had to pack up a home that I had been in for 16 years. I had a lot of stuff to pack up to give away. And um, I was so happy to have gone through that process because all I could think about was my son, what he would have had to go through and going through my things. So now I've completely downsized and it's very easy to go through my things for the most part. And so I'm really grateful to know that I've already done that. 
But beyond that, my mom has, I visited with her and we began the process at her home because like mother, like daughter, we are both givers and we like having things to give away and to help people out in different situations. And so um, we both like having stuff available for that purpose. And so I went and visited with her and organized her space, her office, and got a lot of things in order. But we also talked about exactly what I'm telling you, how to best prepare if something was to happen. And a part of preparing for that is getting rid of some of the clutter, the excess, the things that we've been pushing in a corner forever in a day. And, um, to just make life easier for our family members. And so I know this probably wasn't the podcast that you're used to, but these were just things that have just been heavily on my thought with being prepared. Know where your documentation is, write it all out, get your will um, signed and witnessed and put it in a place where at least two people know where it is and um just just pause for a minute and be realistic that as sure as we're breathing one day we will take our last breath and as we think about that being of service to our family and loved ones to help them to have the opportunity to mourn the passing of a significant other, a loved one, a friend, or whoever you're going to be leaving the, your assets to, that it would just make things a lot easier on them. And so keep up with your documentation, update it from time to time. And before I go, one of, one of the things I wanted to talk about is really quickly is I knew of a couple they had gotten married and the husband had been married before and they got and he got remarried he never changed his life insurance policy his ex-wife that he had not been married to in over 20 years was able to receive the to be the beneficiary of that policy his intent was to change that policy but over and over again pushing it back pushing it back and you know time goes by so quickly and before we know it just like in that case 20 years has passed he passed but he passed without his wife having a life insurance policy to benefit his household and so those are just things to think about when whenever you do have a will or whenever you do have life insurance to always go in and update 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 if you have a life change go and update your information every year for your birthday go update your information make sure you stay on top of keeping it updated so that everything can be in its place so that things can flow decently and in order so that's it for today i hope i gave you some information that you could use or at least 
some keywords that you can take and go and research some information for yourself. Um, don't have an affirmation this week. I, I just really wanted to kind of get this off my chest so that we can all start preparing for the inevitable so that we can leave our families in a better place. I will close with a prayer, though. We won't leave that out today. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for who you are in our lives. I thank you for the opportunity, God, to come before you right now to talk about being prepared. God, we thank you that we have only but this moment because we know not the day nor the hour. God, we thank you for giving each of us wisdom to know exactly what we need to do to best care for our families in our absence. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus for pouring your wisdom over us that we would not have fear of death, but God, as believers, that we know we can rejoice because we will live again. And so, God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah for each and every heart who is listening right now, for those who have lost loved ones, those who have been impacted with not knowing what to do. God, that you bring them peace, allow them to bask in your peace that really truly surpasses all understanding. And so God, we thank you right now and we count this prayer as done and we believe it to be so in faith. And so by faith it is in Jesus's name, I pray. Amen. Until next time.